0: Guys, thanks. Welcome back to another major episode of Trigger. Today, we're joined by someone special, Rogan O'Handley. But of course, many of you guys probably know him as DC Drano. He's a major MAGA social media warrior. He doesn't hold back, and he's been an incredible voice in exposing Russiagate in all of the insane, dirty tricks inside the Washington swamp, the radical Democrats, and just some of the, you know, uh, rhino Republicans. But he's also got an incredible backstory, something really interesting. He went from being a lawyer uh, to doing this. A lawyer who focused and did a bunch of stuff in Hollywood and was working there. So this is gonna be a fun one. You'll get some inside knowledge into how that happened as well as how he's able to fight from that experience and from that history and knowing what went on and went into the sausage way beforehand. But before we get into it, I just wanna make sure you guys like and subscribe here on Rumble. Turn on your notifications so you never miss an episode. It's really easy to do, you just hit the little like button, uh, but it also makes sure that other people see this kind of stuff, that we get the reach that we're not gonna get from big tech, from social media, uh, from the mainstream media, so you guys can see the real news and see what's happening it's all of you who make this show possible along with some of our amazing sponsors like Goldco so guys we've seen what's going on we see the economic storm that's brewing we see all the warning signs we see inflation we see the rising of interest rates we see the insane monetary decisions that are being made by people who are imbeciles and i want you to be prepared so owning tangible Physical inflation hedging, gold and silver can help diversify your portfolio. So, from precious metals, IRAs, direct purchase of gold and silver, Gold Coast helped thousands of Americans diversify and protect their retirement savings. And you can do that while also supporting the companies who support you instead of those woke companies who hate your guts. To learn more, go to DonJuniorGold.com. That's D-O-N-J-R Gold.com. Check them out, learn for yourself. But again, guys, you see the writing on the wall. You see what's going on. In a year, we won't be having this same conversation because you can't keep making the decisions we're making and expect everything to be okay. That's not how it works. So go check out DonJuniorGold.com. Hedge yourself, protect yourself, and find an alternative to the insanity. But also make sure to check out one of our newer sponsors, Blackout Coffee. Again, folks, you don't have to choose between what you believe and ultimately what you buy. You can support the companies who support you, and if they're supporting this show and they're sponsoring us here, you know uh, your interests align and your values align. So you're gonna be drinking coffee anyway, so do it with a brand that supports your conservative values. It's American-made, family-owned, And they support the things that we all stand for and that we hold near and dear. So from sourcing beans to the roasting process, customer support, and shipping, Blackout Coffee will never compromise on taste or quality. And they'll do it while supporting freedom-loving values. So go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Don Jr. for 20% off your first order. Okay? That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Don Jr. And now we're going to get in there with Drano. All right, guys, we have an interesting one today. You guys know him as DC Drano, but started off in a past life as Rogan (laughs) O'Handley. Drano, how do you you make the the transition from Rogan O'Handley to DC Drano? How How did that work?
1: Well, it's almost embarrassing to admit it at this point, but I was actually once a Hollywood entertainment lawyer, and the path that got me there is a windy one. But, you know, grew up in Massachusetts and uh, was doing my best to become a successful corporate attorney and in a you know, 2009, 2010, when the market was in the, in the gutter. So, uh, you know, one of the best jobs I got was in L.A. and segued into Hollywood. And uh, once your father got elected, I just knew what moment we were at in history. And with Marxism at the time banging at the door, now Marxism is in the living room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I decided to create a, a meme account, anonymous meme, meme account to get my voice out
0: there. So yeah, talk about, uh, listen, I think for our people, the, the Hollywood thing is going to be sort of fascinating, right? The, uh, you know, these sort of, you know, vacuous, uh, low IQ people seem to have this very disproportionate hold on, on the narrative and on the conversation. I think, and, and people are getting that, but there's also so much sort of deviance uh, even surrounding that. Like, what what did you see uh, in your time there? Because, you know, as we learn more and more, man, you go down the rabbit hole on this one, and, you know, at first we were called conspiracy theories for thinking this, and yet each and every time they're taking the wrong position on this, you start wondering why. Each and every time they end up being involved and tied into some of these scandals uh, that you see, what what was that like go, going into that, you know, pit of vipers?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was, it was actually tolerable until uh president trump was elected in 2016 i mean you know i saw obama flying out for fundraisers all the time he'd land right outside my window in the helicopters and take a bus i mean it was hollywood's an atm machine for the democrat party and mm-hmm. once they lost control they just you know became the the hornet's nest of anti-trump resistance and um, uh, you know one thing that i really hated at the time and it's kind of Sunk in now, but these award shows for Hollywood were really just political rallies. And the people that they were targeting were the you know, hardworking middle class, of which yeah. I came from. My dad's a fireman, my mom's a teacher, and I hated how they were blaming them for all these problems. Uh, you know, oh, you're driving a truck, oh, you want guns, and you know, they got private jets mansions or whatever and um i also saw you know i i did deals with the harvey weinstein company i did deals with will Farrell, jonah hill all anyone uh lebron james with their attorneys and um you know i i wasn't at the level where uh i saw the kind of harvey weinstein sexual uh uh crimes but I was at the level where I knew a lot of actors and actresses and agents and producers and whatever. And I can't tell you how many women aspiring actresses in that industry have been sexually assaulted while working on film, TV and music projects. Uh, it's, it's staggering. And, and by names that are still very well known that have not been Me too So the industry is rampant with uh, evil. And yet they would point the finger at everyone, and so I, I just couldn't deal with it anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean it's interesting. I, that sort of you know echoes a little bit of my experience. That, you know when we were doing The Apprentice and stuff like that, obviously you had you know people from that film world, and you know I'd show up and do something, but you, you'd hear sort of these conversations to be like, "No, come on, that's got to be gossip." You know, at the time it was before sort of all of that stuff started getting exposed. Uh, but yeah, I think it's actually probably still it wasn't like a harvey weinstein problem it's a it's an entire uh, ecosystem problem it went so much further beyond that and again for me it's like i was like come on like that's nonsense like and but you hear it over and over like wait a minute there's something there and only now sort of in hindsight do you realize like oh my god they were actually 100% right and perhaps the worst part of it is that that everyone knows and yet it's shocking how they're covering that up right they're, they it's like well we 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 got rid of the one guy that's doing it now it's not a problem anymore but it still really is rampant. Yeah. There's a lot of problems because you have these pop-up projects in the middle of
1: nowhere. Uh, you got these people that you'll only meet and see, say you're filming a movie, right? An independent film. You'll see him for 30 days. You'll probably never see him again, maybe five years later on another project. And so I think it leads to this and, and, and the, the actors and actresses, you know, because it happens to the guys too, they're working their way up and they don't want to, cause a scene because the second you cause a scene, you're blackballed. It's a small industry. Everyone knows everyone. Um, so, yeah, that was really bad. And and I, you know, started to post these memes anonymously as DC Drain. I thought memes are the most effective form of communication. And, uh, you know, once that account started to grow, I had like 50,000 followers. And I was like, they're going to eventually find out. And it's only a matter of time until I'm canned. So uh, I decided to to quit everything and move to Florida and 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 give it a shot full time.
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting you say that about memes because you know people have given me a hard time when I put like sort of you know meme war general uh, in my bio. But the reality is, you know, the old saying, you know, a picture says a thousand words. It's sort of amazing how powerful those things are because you don't need to say it, but people get it. You're, you're sort of driving home the obvious. You're doing it with humor. Uh, you know, the amount of people that comment, like, ah, oh, you needed to me, you know, I love that meme about this, like, it's really actually effective. And, you know, perhaps that's why we start seeing so much of the censorship. I, I've certainly seen that on, you know, Instagram or everything like that, where they take something that's either subjective or, well, there's something that could be potentially mistaken, and they fact check you, fact check you, just try to ding your account, knock you down every step of the way, because it's actually something uh, that, that's been very effective in getting the points out there, showing the lunacy uh, of what the other side uh, is doing. 100%. And I, I think it's,
1: frankly, a reason your dad got elected in 2016 and why he's so successful now, even still today, because the meme world loves him. And the right is has a, a monopoly on memes. The left can't meme. They still can't meme. I think I've seen one good meme. It was... Uh, you know those halloween costume uh pictures where and it showed like a guy wearing kind of similar outfit as me with a beer and he goes uh costume for uh conservative guys scared of cities big cities or whatever yeah. uh which i thought was hilarious i was like all right they got us really a good one but um yeah good reason to be scared of cities these days um uh, but yeah the left can't meme and so all they've done instead of posting better memes to beat us they've, they've censored us and you know you've been censored so much uh, yeah. and shadow banned, and pretty much all of us have. Um, but psychologically speaking, you know, me, meme warfare. People have said that Jack Posobiec wrote a book about it. There's other. Um, if you showed me a tweet that I wrote two weeks ago, I'd be like, "Oh, I wrote that? Okay, yeah. interesting." Yeah. If you showed me a meme I saw ten years ago, I'd be like, "I've seen this meme."
0: Yeah. No. A hundred percent.
1: There's something to that. That's why they're so effective. They're entertaining, but the visual it sticks in your brain so well, and it it educates people. And so that's what I try to do is include good information in a meme that's memorable and entertaining.
0: And, and yeah, and again, I think it's it's so easy to package some of these things and say just just share. But yeah, talk about the censorship a little bit because I you know I know uh, you know they, they've you know I've had like virtual like no growth uh, you know for for month-long periods with with very high engagement, right? You get, how do you get, I remember there was one time I had, and this was like early, like 16, 17, like before it really even became sort of big. I, I had like 2 million followers or something like that total. And I had like, it was like 30 million views that month and I got exactly zero followers. And I was like, well, I'm obviously shadow banned. And I was then called a conspiracy theorist. They're like, well, what is your basis? It's like, well, I'm not looking at the algorithm, but I know last week I was getting, you know, I would get 5,000 retweets of post or repost or regrams or views or whatever metric you wanted to look at it. And today I'm getting four. They're like, well, 4,000, maybe your content's not that good. I go, no, 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 not 4,000. Four, <laughs> four. <laughs> like single digits, four. And, you know, you you just saw it coming. You, you saw them try to shut down other uh, things. And then obviously it came out in the Twitter files. And honestly, I, I don't even know that Twitter was the worst example uh, of it, unfortunately. I think maybe for me is probably Instagram because I did a lot more memeing there and to your point yeah i can have a meme someone will bring it up something i i mean a year ago or right? you know uh, something i've mm-hmm. posted a year ago and because you know i've always tried to just build up the people creating that kind of content now sometimes you create your own monsters as we've seen in this world where all of a sudden now people are salaried you know salaried influencers what i loved about 16 it was so organic right people just did it they believed mm-hmm. in their country it wasn't even for trump but for the cause now it's like, oh, for three grand a month, I'll be your influencer and just go after all the people that either helped create you or the people that you got into it for uh, for money. So, talk about that change that you've seen probably out there as well.
1: It's interesting. One of my friends who's in the, the business world and, and you a know, donor in the GOP, he goes, Find me two or three major Democrat successful meme accounts over 100,000. He goes, They don't exist. Yeah. And uh, we are very lucky. There's probably, at least a hundred, if not a few hundred, over a hundred thousand in the conservative meme world, um, and and growing so expansively. The ecosystem is massive. But uh yeah, they they realize this is an effective form. It's kind of like the rebel alliance versus the empire. You know, we're we're this ragtag group of people communicating with, you know, smoke signals and and cartoons uh to to create a resistance movement against this massive, powerful. You know, fully funded. The difference between our influencers and theirs is theirs are paid. We have to kind of figure it out. They've demonetized us on so many things. They make it so hard. And like you said, the shadow banning is real. I don't know exactly how they do what you're describing. I know it's real. Over the last year, I've grown approximately, like, it. there was a point for almost an entire year I grew zero, yeah. which there are times when I would grow a hundred, two hundred thousand 200000 a month. So they definitely are targeting us. But it's still even despite that onslaught of censorship, we are still growing and getting our message out there. And I got to give a lot of credit to you, especially because I remember I had like 100,000 followers and meme accounts were not like that big of a deal in the conservative world. And you followed me. And I think you recognize the potential and, and the power in these uh, meme accounts. I, like, You know, you are like a meme general because you've elevated so many accounts by sharing them and reposting them and tagging them that it's grown this ecosystem of, of freedom fighters so uh, you know you recognized
0: it early on and, and a few years later they recognized it and now suppress it yeah no it, it, that was one of the things i always did. it's like hey i'm not coming up with a lot of this stuff but if i'm gonna do it, it, it you do see a lot of that though where guys like taking stuff and like making it their own like if i know My problem now is like a thousand people send me the same meme or they crop it and they cut out someone's watermark or something. Like when I can, I actually try to give credit because I do think it's so effective. And for me, it's not even about, well, is it pro-Trump? Is it this? It's like, no, like this is a way that the movement can actually fight back. I mean, you sort of used, you know, the the Star Wars analogy and you're right. Then there's like, you know, the empire strikes back and maybe now, maybe 2024 is the return of the Jedi uh, as, as led by the meme warriors. I hope so. Uh, I, I
1: truly, I mean, I think your dad won. I don't, this is on Rumble, so I think I can say this. 2020 was rigged completely. Um, and I, I think your dad won by, by a landslide uh, with the mass mail ballots and the drop boxes and 2,000 mules. I mean, we're literally watching it on film. People doing dozens, taking off uh, the gloves, looking at the camera, zipping off, coming back. GeoTrack, what they used to throw J6 protesters in jail for months without a trial. We've got that for thousands and thousands of these people hitting up 15 different locations. And it's like not a single one of them has been arrested. And it's just crazy to me. And then Bill Barr is like, oh, you know, Trump was lying about 2020. No, you guys didn't open a single investigation.
0: Yeah, like like every conspiracy theory that we've seen over the last few years, it will prove to be right or maybe, they'll, maybe it's big enough that they'll actually suppress it like they tried to do with the others. But hopefully the truth comes out in that one. Because, like, again, you know, you don't even have to look at the just does anyone really believe that Joe Biden outperformed Barack Obama in 08? Like by a lot. Like, does anyone believe that for one second? And for me, as someone who was on the ground in 16, who was on the ground in 20 doing right re- if you asked me going into election day, and I, again, I got a pretty good, like, I did 104 rallies in October of 2020, like even in the midst of the insanity going on, uh, like that's like four a day, like I got it. I was on the ground all over the country. And if you asked me going into election day where we had a better chance, it wasn't even close that it was 2020, you know, and then, you know, but I do believe, you know, I'll hundreds of thousands of ballots were cast for people who did not even know who was in the race. Could not have told you, but the Democrats are out there. They're collecting them. You know, we collect votes. We get people to win. We love you. Okay, great. And then then we hope there's not a snowstorm on election day that they show up. These guys have a six-week-long election day. They're knocking on doors. Who knows what they're doing to get those ballots? But I guarantee you, the people of Pennsylvania and Michigan and some of the other swing states, I bet you there are countless ballots that people probably could not have told you who's even on the ballot. Mm
1: -hmm. 100%. I mean, in in Michigan, um, I remember my friend, uh, Fleckus, Austin Fletcher, he did this kind of video on, uh, you could search voter names and see when they requested ballots and see when they filed their ballot and people were dead since the 80s and they were requesting ballots in September and filing it in October I mean, it's crazy. And then CNN tried to debunk them, and they couldn't. And then they eventually just shut the Michigan website down. I mean, it was – we watched the videos in Georgia. You know, how, how does Trump win 18 out of 19 bellwether counties, the same amount that Obama won, and then and then lose? How does he win Iowa, Florida, and Ohio and lose? How does he increase his vote lead, which has pretty much never happened yeah. for a, a – a, 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 a re-election and and lose and how does he pick up one all swing seats for the house they picked up like 20 seats in the house and lose so it just it just doesn't from a guy that campaigned in his basement but um you know this this is just the machine that we're up against i honestly underestimate how powerful they were until yeah. that 2020 election i thought okay we got we got a hold on these guys we're, we're cleaning it out. And I was like, wow, they are way more powerful than I thought, because then not a single judge actually heard these cases. And I guarantee there was some funny business going on in the background, potentially threatening these judges or intimidating them. Anytime a county would say, hey, there's actually more ballots than people in this precinct. We're not certifying it an hour later. Actually, my children's schools are being disclosed and people are threatening. Them, we're going to certify it. Yeah. Now. It was insane.
0: That that's the problem. I mean, the the intimidation. You see that whether it's the Supreme Court or all the way down to those levels. You know, there's not a lot of Republicans out there, and I, I, I there's a component of me that gets it. I you know perhaps I got the Trump gene, so we just you know fight. But like you know, they can't handle that intimidation, and that intimidation is very real, right? There's a real social consequence in many cases there seems to be a real physical consequence to going against that machine. I think they played the same games in 16 with Hillary. I just didn't I think they underestimated what they needed to do. I think she's the person most upset with 2020 because she's out there saying, you know, why the hell didn't they do that for me? But you can't look at, you know, the individual examples, uh the the way they defied probability, right? You you can't be a rational person, a person with, you know, capable of you know, basic math and statistics and be like, oh yeah, 100%, Joe Biden really won that. It was legit. Now, I do also think, though, that we have to play the same game going into 24. You know, if we sit there and say, we want election day voting, we want paper ballots, we want IDs, like I want all of those things. But they have, you know, a lot of these state legislators, or they'll intimidate the Republicans on that legislator. Then they say, see, even the Republicans vote. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with a gun to the heads, the Republicans agreed with you, you're right. Uh, Because, again, not everyone can take that. So, you know, what are your thoughts on playing that game uh, and what we need to be doing for 24 to make sure that we can at least level the playing field? Because I don't think anyone can look at a single metric, economic, social or otherwise, and say that Joe Biden and the Democrat Party is doing anything that's not disastrous for our country right now. Uh, 100%. So. The uh, the first thing I'm worried about is
1: what they're going to use to justify election procedure changes in 2024. So with COVID, they you know launched it around January February. The lockdown started March April, and then over the summer, while everyone's uh, you know kind of getting back into their life a little bit, so a lot of, they start doing the mass mail-in ballots uh, unconstitutionally. Even in you know Pennsylvania, yeah. the Supreme Court recently ruled you can't do that. State legislatures have to approve it, and they didn't. They did secretary of state changes. They did executive orders. Those are unconstitutional. Those ballots should not have counted. They didn't even do signature verification, but uh, here's where I'm optimistic. Virginia. Virginia showed that with some advanced legal intervention harmeet dylan was in, uh, in, in and there was like a thousand lawyers i think on the ground in virginia mm-hmm. she was in uh was it fairfax county the largest county and they tried to pull the funny business and they shut down the counting and the voting and people were like here we go again and i remember harmeet dylan tweeted i'm here we're getting this going again don't worry we got lawyers on the ground we're stopping this boom they counted the votes and it was a sweep across the entire state i do believe that with enough lawfare of our own, we can overwhelm the fraud, especially without mass mail-in ballots and drop boxes. We can do this, and then we fix it from the top down. So yeah. we have to play the game, um, and and we have to. You know, I love what Carrie Lake is doing because not only is she not quitting like other people have when they know it's rigged, but she is changing. You, we have to chip away. On, relentlessly until we get these changes. Right now, there is now legal precedent to do a trial on signature verification in Arizona for the first time ever, handed down by the Arizona Supreme Court. That's a a step forward, right? In Georgia, in Texas, they've passed new laws. In Florida, in in Ohio, there's so many new laws being passed and so many court cases being held down that they can only cheat so much uh, in, in these swing states that have decent governance. So I believe that we just have to overwhelm the fraud as best we can, have lawyers in the right places, file lawsuits in advance, day of, not reactively, and 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 pull, pull this out.
0: Yeah, I mean, the reactive one is a hard one though, because sometimes, because you just don't know which game they're going to play. I mean, there's always a game. It always only breaks one way. We've seen that, and again, you know, if, if things were honest, you'd say, okay, well, 50-50, it would go, but like, it's 100% one way. I mean, the, the Carrie Lake stuff, I think, is great. And the real problem is, I mean, there's these rhino Republicans. She should just accept it. I'm like, wait, wait, you mean they did, what was it, like, you know, umpteen hundred thousand uh, signature verica- verifications at three seconds apiece. I mean, it's literally impossible you have people that have given testimony we were pressured to do this they're crying on the stand like they 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 know they were bullied into something and that's why it's so important to not just have you know the legal people there but the volunteers they need to be of a certain you know you need a certain level of balls because you're going to be cannon fodder they are going to come after you you need to be willing to take that you know i've done that you've done that That's not for everyone. Again, so we got to make sure you have the people that are unafraid. I mean, we all have to, as a party, I think, become unafraid. But there's nothing worse to me in the recent weeks as all these revelations come out. The Republicans even out there, well, you know, she lost, so we just got to accept it. I'm like, wait a minute, man, this is like the end of the Republic. Like, the Democrats, their hills to die on are, you know, genital mutilation of three-year-olds without parental consent. Like, like, we, this isn't like, hey, we kind of want to get to the same place later on. We maybe agree about it a little bit differently. Like, no, man, these people are sick, they're depraved, they're evil, and they need to be stopped. But, man, they're willing to play a different game than so many of us are.
1: They are, and they want power at all costs, and they will threaten. Look what they do with the Supreme Court justices when the Dobbs decision was coming out. Guys are showing up with zip ties and and, and knives to the Supreme Court Justice House and the DOJ doesn't even do anything. They play thug baseball, cartel, mafia, I don't care what you want to call it. They are out for uh power at any cost because they know if your father gets in there one more time, he's gonna clean house. We're gonna have we have a good Senate map in twenty twenty four. We'll definitely have a majority, uh even with the cheating. And we're probably gonna win the house, hopefully But uh, they know that tens of thousands, if not over 100,000 deep state bureaucrats are going to get fired. They're going to get replaced with people that actually respect the Constitution. And it's going to be a whole new ballgame because the source of their power is the deep state. It's these people that live in D.C. for 20, 30 years working their way up these government jobs who actually control the country. And that's been made abundantly clear. The FBI was just exposed spying on a U.S. president. The CIA knew about it. They met with Obama. He knew about it. Joe Biden knew about it. All right. It is beyond. They're so desperate that everything is out in the open now. Their corruption is wide open. So we have all the affirmation. We have the rationale. Now all we need is to overwhelm this fraud and get in there and and clean house. Because if we don't, you know, it's why it's your father or no one for me. I don't think anyone else is going to take on the machine like he does. You know, I, I, I really like. How governor DeSantis is doing in florida but the fact that he's partnered up with the establishment to try and take on your father shows me he's not going to clean house he'll play ball he'll get some good things done if he was in but your dad is what we need to actually create a government for the people by the people and of the people otherwise we have no shot in the future
0: yeah so, so talk about that a little bit further i mean i know you had dinner with them recently i ran into you guys there i mean you know, and I think that's what scares them the most. That's why you see, again, the establishment rhinos going, Trump can't possibly do anything. Like, they're they're scared that a sort of a one-term Trump, you know, someone who doesn't need to get reelected again, someone who doesn't need to make friends, someone now who has the experience of just how corrupted D.C. is, who the bad guys are. I mean, to me, that scares the ever-living hell out of them because in un... You know these people talk about Trump being unchained, but imagine Trump unchained with the receipts, knowing all of these things, and not caring about anything for D.C. I mean, I, that's to me the only combination that will ever put a dent, uh, you know, in these guys. I mean, I think we understood the swamp, you know, going in a little bit. I don't think anyone understood just how bad it is, uh, just how evil it is, uh, just how incompetent, uh, but. You know, I I think that's why you're seeing that sort of unified attack of all the people in the establishment, all the republic, all the billionaire donor class, because that's a whole nother level of uh, you know, yeah, we're we're kinda manga as long as, you know, I don't want to piss off China too much. I mean, they're as bad as the the NBA and the Democrats with some of this stuff. You know, talk about that in those conversations that you had with him, because again, I think that's why you're seeing, you know, it's such a push from that establishment to try to find anyone. I mean, the amount of people that have you know, gotten into this race in the last few weeks is pretty amazing. And everyone that gets into to this race, your dad should be happy
1: because that's just splitting the anti-Trump vote even further. Uh, you know, cause the MAGA, MAGA people, and they're going to screw themselves. The MAGA base does not forget who did what when. just ask Mike Pence, right? We all supported him for four plus years. We had his back. He crossed us on January 6th. He's done forever. What these people are doing is, is flirting with the end of their political careers because the MAGA movement is the most powerful political movement in this country and it's only growing because middle class hardworking people on both sides of all races, of all sexualities, whatever, are sick and tired of the corruption. Uh, you know, seeing a hundred billion dollars sent over to Ukraine while our borders being flooded open. So we're we're done with it. So I I very much, you know, I've I've told so many people, uh, you know, tweeted it, hey, Ron DeSantis, everyone please. You guys don't know what you're dealing with here. If you're going to be attacking Trump while he's getting indicted by the deep state, they're people are going to hate you. They're yeah. going to hate you. We Expect- need everyone unified to, to help them because they're trying to put him in jail, like yeah.
0: legitimately.
1: Um, they're going to so, like you less uh, if you're
0: out there saying, well, you know, the weaponization of government isn't really a problem. That's a fake problem. <laughs> that, that, that's certainly right. not going to help their cause. And it's certainly going to give some people some pause, about wh- whether that guy's going to actually really deal with the issue.
1: A hundred percent. Tim Scott, when, when uh, your Mar-a-Lago got raided by the FBI, he said, well, let's just wait to see how the facts play out here. I was like, oh, he's bought, he's establishment, yeah. you know, that's all you need. People And everyone knows it. Tens of millions of people, they see and hear that Nikki Haley, you know, oh, we should accept the results of 2020. Wait, hold on Nikki. Um, so, but yeah, going back to the, the dinner with your dad is honored and, and, thankful that I was invited to go with them to the Iowa rally. They got shut down because of the tornado warnings, which is crazy to me that people would give him any grief for that. Do you, do you realize that a tornado warning means that it could happen in like 10 seconds, a tornado can come and kill dozens of people crowded in a field. So that was crazy. But um, yeah, he ended up bringing us back to Mar-a-Lago and he was so generous, so nice. And, you know, it was, you know, 30 people. And then we ended up having lunch and, and dinner and i will say i'm you know 37 i work out two to three times a week i eat my vegetables your dad has twice as much energy in his 70s than i have right now he is so sharp and 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 motivated and and likable you know the contrast seeing how he interacts with people compared to some of these other candidates it's just night and day uh and and he's he's comfortable and and he's very confident with the controls of government he knows how everything works he knows who all the players are um and i just and he's a man of the people you know i why, why am i getting by this stuff you know i mean it's i'm out there just trying to talk the truth but that's the type of people he surrounds himself with true maga firebrands and uh just goes to show that he's, he's still the number one guy by a mile for 2024
0: so what what you, know, you you got involved in sort of 16 what what was the initial thing that that sparked that interest what was the hey i'm going to i'm going to get involved i'm going to get in the game i'm going to put myself out there i'm going to walk away from sort of the hollywood corporate job to do this Yeah um so i saw a speech of
1: his in august 2015 on youtube and i had chills i had like a, a, a vibration in my chest i was like this guy gets it, you know, everyone's always like Donald Trump, but I was like, holy crap. And I got a MAGA hat, check the records, August 2015. I've been on board ever since it was a camo one with the orange. Um, and uh, it that that's what made me support him. Once he won, I was like, I got I got to support this guy. I've seen even Fox News go after him. Never mind CNN, MSNBC. And I realized, all right, this is an outsider. This is someone they're going to have guns blazing going against. He needs every ounce of support possible. And I, and I literally just remember looking at memes and uh, you know, I'd always get attacked on Facebook for saying, Hey, congrats to president Trump, whatever. And I was like, I need an outlet somehow. And I go, I like these memes, political memes. I think I can do it better. And so I, and I'm very anti-corruption. So I you know called it DC Drano started the next day. I got 200 followers in the first day and I go, I'm onto something. I went home to my girlfriend at the time. I was jumping up and down. I was like, I think I'm to something here. I think this is going to be big. And she's actually a Democrat like actress and she hated it, but she ended up blocking <laughs> me, even though we lived together. Um, and, and it was a tough, you know, I listen, I get it when you're first getting attacked from friends and family. me, oh, yeah. A lot of people did not want me to do this, but um I'll I'll be honest. I, I think God is calling a lot of people to stand in the breach right now. I think people like you, like, like Candace Owens, um, like Matt Gates, like Anna Paulina, like Byron Donald, like Carrie Lake. I think God is calling up a lot of people to be warriors for goodness. Um, the pen is mightier than the sword. We can do this with free speech. Um, but, I I do believe that's what, I think we're in a biblical time of of taking on the most powerful evil force that's ever inhabited this earth, and it's not going to be quick, it's not going to be easy, but um, I do believe if we wake up enough people, we can stop this from destroying the entire planet,
0: because they do want a lot fewer people on this planet. They're pretty open about that. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's the kind of thing that, you know, if you would have said it even five, six years ago, you'd be like, okay, that's hyperbole, and yet... Literally every single decision, every move that they make, every policy they want to put, it, it's like I, I can't even come to another conclusion at this point. And and like you, you know, I understand. That. I mean, I, I remember, you know, when when I used to be a real estate developer from Manhattan, uh, you know, it, it was different. But, you know, whatever switched in the other side as well. And, you know, that that rational, reasonable discourse doesn't seem to exist in the party. And I'm not saying there's not sort of moderate you know, Democrats you know, out there anymore, but I don't think they have any representation because you have to be this radical. I mean, we're, you know, in these races that we're talking about, the Senate races, the House, you know, we're outspent usually by at least five to one, right? We don't have the help of the mainstream media. We don't have the help of big tech. We don't have the help of big social. You know, when you think about how how close some of these races are with, you know, five, 10 to one deficits in spending, uh, the artificial boosting that, we, you know, we understand how much can be, as well as the, uh, you know, artificial subversion, you know, by big tech and big social of other ideas or the corollary or bad news Think you know, Hunter Biden laptop. I mean, the fact that these things are even close tells me that perhaps for the first time ever, you know, conservatives are actually, you know, we're winning the culture war in a sense, but we're up against, you know, like you said, uh, you know, biblical or in this case, demonic sort of forces that that we have to overwhelm, uh, you know, at all costs.
1: They are trying to abort the kids. If they can't do that, you know, they, they celebrate their abortions. It went from, you know, uh, safe and rare to uh, tell, you know, do TikTok videos about your abortion. I mean, it's crazy. If, if they don't abort them, uh, there's no baby formula. If they survive that, then they want to mutilate them. Uh, And if they survive that, they still want to rip them away from their parents and turn them into Marxist foot soldiers. I mean, they 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 hate everything good. They celebrate uh, obesity. They celebrate violent criminals. It it is the is the complete opposite of God's voice, God's message. And you can only deduce one logical conclusion from this. They're fighting for evil. And um, I, I tend to, you know, and this might surprise people. My enemy is not the purple haired brainwashed person. Um, yeah, I pray for them. My enemy are the very powerful people at the top, psychologically manipulating them and setting up these incentive systems and, and punishing the good people. Um, and it's people on both sides. It's not just Democrats. Yeah. There's a lot of Republicans, oh, yeah. too. Um The Republicans are often
0: worse because you assume that they, you know, they have our best interests at heart. We've seen a lot of that as of late from, you know, sort of the big mainstream media is that, you know, what Fox did to Tucker, for example, you know, cutting off a voice that did actually speak truth to power, not just to the Democrats, but also to the Republicans. And then you see sort of the Republican response to that, like off the record to Politico, we're thrilled that Tucker Carlson's no longer there because now we can go and support the war in Ukraine without Repercussions. I'm like, wait a minute. So, like, you were elected to D.C. by a constituency that does not want the war, and Mitch McConnell can tell you till he's blue in the face that it's the most important thing for Republicans. You know, I've been all over the country. Like, I don't know any Republican who thinks the Ukraine war and our continued and perpetual funding of it is the number one issue. Now they're worried about the potential escalation to World War III, but but the the Republican rhino, let's call it uniparty approach to what's going on there with the blank check. Uh, that is not something anyone thinks is a priority or should be a priority in the Republican Party, but they're thrilled that one of their biggest voices is unilaterally dismissed because it allows them to the, do the opposite of what they were elected to do, which is some, that's some scary shit.
1: It's, it's very scary. And, uh, you know, our veterans who have seen actual war are probably the most nervous about this because they're the ones that would have to fight it And they know the true cost of this stuff. But, I mean, think about this. It goes beyond Tucker. Uh, uh, Well, A, it's no coincidence that two weeks after, a month after Tucker's gone, now we're sending F-16s to Ukraine uh, after Bakhmut was just lost. I mean, it's it's getting very scary out there. Uh, But they got rid of Tucker. They got rid of Dan Bongino. They got rid of Laura Trump. They uh, got rid of Lou Dobbs. They... You know, I don't know if this is directly connected, but James O'Keefe is no longer with Project Veritas. So, you know, these massive voices have been removed from these powerful institutions. um, And it's an all-out assault. But here's the one thing that really gives me a lot of hope. Think of the station in the the program that we're talking on, Rumble. Mm -hmm. Think of how many people are communicating freely on Truth Social and even Twitter to an extent. We are developing these parallel economic opportunities that they're going to be billionaires made from this that when these uh, market brands you know uh, go fully woke it allows an opportunity for a replacement to fill in the void and with our social media with our with our media companies Rumble and your podcasts and others, it is creating an unstoppable ecosystem that over the next five to ten years is going to be massive
0: it's sort of like the election stuff and sort of like everything in America, right? They can cancel one guy when it's Donald Trump going out by himself. You know, 165 million Americans, 175 million Americans, maybe win over some independents, you know, 50% of the electorate, like becomes a lot harder all of a sudden. And so, you know, that whole notion of just sort of becoming unafraid, I think is so critical. And so I I agree. Uh, Once that happens, you're going to force these people to, to actually change because I don't know that they can continue their business. When I look at, you know, Target and the, I mean, there's no other word for it other than grooming uh, at this point. You you look at the big pharmacies and they're, you know, they're going to have the dildos right next to the children's toys because they're all toys, I guess. So we're just going to, I mean, what what is going on that they feel that they can get away with that and they can do that. And so, you know, I, I agree. Listen, I think public square is really onto something finding those Uh, We talk about it on this show with all our spots. Find those that are aligned with your interests, support them. Like there's so much more at stake than just that business, but especially as we get now into you know crazy times, you see the economy, you see the banks collapsing, you see the like, you know, if we're gonna help someone, help it, help those that share your values. It's such an important aspect of it.
1: People are transforming. I see the metamorphosis in conservatives, and I see it in. Young people, too, people just fresh out of high school, whatever, they understand that the government is corrupt. You know, when I was in high school in the early 2000s, I honestly didn't know the difference between a Democrat and a Republican. Politics wasn't a big deal. I knew about the Iraq War. I just want to be a cop. I talk with uh, I'll I'll come across at conferences, whatever, young people who know the full kind of down low on how corrupt everything is on the elections on the ukraine war everything deep once you're awake you don't go back to sleep in terms of what is actually going on in this country and we are eventually going to hit a critical mass of people how many people were woken up during COVID with the lockdowns? hey i used to be a democrat but like i'm not this is getting out of hand um and not only are millions of people waking up who are never going to go back to sleep in that sense But we are creating, like I said, multi-billion dollar economic opportunities for everything we don't like. We are now moving our people. They're being smarter about how they spend their money and supporting other companies. Look at what happened with Vice, with
0: CNN,
1: with BuzzFeed. They're all slate Gawker. They're all tanking. Meanwhile, even with the censorship, people like you and other independent journalists are becoming massive. I mean, you have more influence than than Joe Biden in terms of actual, real, organic followers. And you know, there's a lot of other names that are that are you know, somewhat in that realm. Um, and yeah. and that's a powerful force.
0: Yeah, no, 100. Like, you know, I'm I'm heavily invested in even that, like, I you know, in Public Square and all of that because I you know, I believe in that movement and it's so critical. The the watching what happened with Vice. And BuzzFeed, you know, it, it's actually sort of amazing. I, I have a little personal, you know, shown fraud story. I love what happened to BuzzFeed because they went so crazy. But I remember it was about, probably about two years ago, uh, maybe a little bit more. You know, BuzzFeed they call my office. So we have credible uh, a source that says that you were on Epstein's plane. You know, going to some event that apparently. He, and I'm like, well, I, I wasn't. I, I've never even met the guy. I have no idea. Like, but you know, the guy was so. I was like, you, 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 like, please show me. No, well, we have a credible source, so we're going to publish it. Unless you, you have three hours to let us know otherwise. And it was interesting. It was some event. A buddy who's a developer of mine was going, and I actually remembered the event because it was one of the guys that was that that put it on was my good friend, and I actually remember I did fly down with a friend of mine, and luckily this was from like 06 or something like that. Like it was like 14 years ago, so it's like, how do you have records? Luckily, my buddy who I actually flew down with. It was like his pilot kept like meticulous records and I showed it to him and they're like, it wasn't like they were trying to do, I, I, it was like, I ripped the guy's heart out. All he wanted to do was come up with a way to link me to Epstein. I go like, strangely, why didn't you spend this much time on Bill Clinton? Why, why don't you spend any time on, you know, Bill Gates? I mean, these are people that have been credibly linked in, in much more than just they happen to be you know, on a similar island at the same time, but you went so far out of your way and you're so upset that it ends up being nonsense. And yet I've seen no reporting about the people who had intimate, personal, long-term relationships who are visiting this island. And yet the only thing you wanted to do was try to tie me to it. And you have no interest on the people who are actually doing these things.
1: It's, it's the easiest debunking to do in today's digital age. Uh, when people try and tie you or your father to Epstein, it's like, listen, if they were on that list, the client list, we would have known. That list would have been public yeah. 10 years ago. Okay? Well, well it, no, the
0: list, the list would be 100% redacted other than Donald Trump's name, right? Yeah. Like, LeJane yeah. Maxwell is doing 25 years, uh, Rogan, for apparently trafficking people to nobody. It's it's actually amazing. Nobody. It's, it's amazing yeah. that she can go to jail for 25 years, But the people that actually took part in the exploitation of these children, the people who actually committed those acts and did those deeds that she's serving 25 years for, nothing can happen. I mean, it's almost like, I always say, every day I think about these things and I'm like, I have to be like a a participant in the Truman Show. Like I, I must be being punked because there's no way that this can be real. And there's no way that unless they're all on the list, that no one else would want to know, you know, who's there. And yet there's no interest in the media. There's no interest in this. They try to talk to, you know, Trump, did, Why? because he was a successful guy from New York. He's, they, they don't talk about him throwing him out of Mar-a-Lago because there were rumors, like based on rumors, they threw him out of the club. Like, and, you know, Bill Clinton and the media people and all the other celebrities and the Democrat donors and the rich and powerful. No, no, Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's different. That's fine.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, we have a two tier justice system. And what I've seen is not only have they weaponized it to go after conservatives on pure BS. We saw EG and Carol, they literally changed the law just to go after your dad for a lawsuit. Uh, the, the New York indictment is a scam. We're probably unfortunately going to get hit by Georgia and, you know, document yeah. hoax and whatever. Uh, meanwhile, what they're also doing is trying to criminalize self-defense. We're right. seeing with these Soros funded DAs with Daniel Penny in New York City. Uh, I just saw in out, uh, a county outside Memphis, uh, which has a liberal DA, even though it's Tennessee. Uh, they're they're charging a guy with reckless endangerment who fired back at people that fired at him after trying to steal his car.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And they're saying, well, because the guy was quoted saying he he like had his eyes closed a little bit while he was shooting because you know hey it's kind of a live fire who doesn't blink a little bit and they go oh that's reckless endangerment you weren't you weren't shooting accurately i mean it's it's crazy uh that people can't even defend their own lives Mm -hmm. or the lives of others but this is what marxism wants to accomplish they weaponize it against their political enemies which are the powerful leaders like you and your family and the regular folks who are trying to preserve their life, liberty, and property against criminals, yeah. because they want a submissive, docile populace that they can take over with their with their corruption, their Marxism.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that's why I, the, the Daniel Penny thing, I keep trying to put it out there, the GoFundMe. Like, we need to get, and this isn't just for Daniel Penny. Like, I, I think he's totally innocent. I think it's absolutely insane what they're doing to him. I think he's a good Samaritan. Like, it, it's it's not even a question, but... If anyone doesn't see beyond this, this is an active attempt, one day you, your loved one, someone will either be in this position to be a potential victim or to be the potential good Samaritan to get one of your loved ones in or out of these situations, whatever it may be, right? This is an attempt to make sure that person is on the sidelines, whether it's that, the attack on the Second Amendment, all the things they're doing there, the pistol, brace, band. They want to make sure the only person that isn't going to get charged for defending themselves or someone around them is the person that dies doing so. Uh, you know That's okay. That's acceptable to the left in these days. But that's why the Daniel Penny thing is so important because they're just setting a marker to make sure that anyone else that's ever in that situation be like, Man, I could probably defuse that, but man, if shit happens, if, you know, if, if sort of the one in a million chance happens, I got to subdue someone and they get hurt, they crack their head or whatever it may be, you know, that person's going to be given the benefit of the doubt. No one believes that what happened to George Floyd should have happened to George Floyd. No one said he should have been murdered, but like, you know, the guy ain't a hero. Uh,
1: You know, it's interesting. I I was talking about this because, you know, with, with uh, Michael Brown, right? That was the first, like, hands up, don't shoot. It went, it went. Uh, spread like wildfire. Daniel Penny is kind of the first one where we've been able to, and, and with the the bike lady, we've been able to stop the lie pretty quickly. They can yeah. jump on it for a day or two, but we do end up stopping it with social media. With Michael Brown, we didn't have the social media to stop this type of lie and this narrative. So, and, and people, you know, I think like 80 something percent of people in a recent poll have a negative view of Black Lives Matter because after they saw you know buy large mansions, uh, it, they just sh- saw the money laundering hustle. But um, and 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 to fund the police, you know, I, I can't think of a more racist policy than that. You have to actually talk with people in these impoverished communities, which I have, and they say they want more police. Uh, their kids are getting shot going to school, and then you got these hoity-toity white liberals saying, no, 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 defund the police. They're killing black men and just for no reason. It's like yeah. such a scam. Um, so, you know, we we do have, I, I was really happy to see that Daniel Penny got $2 million, probably. yes,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, more, not more now. yeah.
1: We need a Perkins Cooley for the right, you know, and hopefully there's some very ambitious lawyer watching this. We need a Perkins Cooley for the right. People, very high, highly credentialed, good lawyers who are going to, be conservatives and actually defend these people. You will make, that's a billionaire opportunity. I'm just putting that out there for someone out there, you know, because a lot of lawyers, a lot of law firms, they get attacked for representing people in the Trump world.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, and and I, it's, it's- I've dealt with it food. myself. You know, I, I understand that I am not the upstanding human being that Hunter Biden is, but when it <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you get turned down for legal counsel or banking or insurance or the canceling, you know, we, we just got to hit back uh, you know, in, in equal force. So, you know, Rogan, what, what do you, if you're to to break it down, because you you have so all these machinations, all these people trying to bastardize it, try try to make it whatever it is that they want for the establishment party, but you know, and or just trying to vilify it. But what would you describe, you know, the meaning of America First to be? Vox populi, what what the people truly want, and
1: what the people truly want has become painfully obvious. We don't want to be involved in foreign wars and send our family members over there. My brother fought in Iraq as a paratrooper, and I can't, you know, as, as damaging as this is for the soldiers, it's very tough on the families too, and a hundred times tougher for those that get injured or don't make it home. Um, we don't want to do that. We don't want to send our money overseas. You know, uh, let's let's it, it, until we don't have potholes on our roads until we don't have veterans homeless on the street. Not a single dollar should be sent overseas. Um, We uh, want the energy industry. We want energy independence in this country. That's the main reason why our inflation is out of control is because we're, we're suffocating our own energy. We want good to be celebrated and protected and evil to be destroyed, not the opposite. We have criminals running the show and and we want to support family units and and support these kids while they're in the womb as they're growing up with good schools good communities we don't want to uh, uh poison their brains and, and mutilate them and sterilize them and we want free and fair elections and free speech it's it's pretty simple things have gotten so radical that even just the most basic ways to run a country are are called extreme so that's what america first is and unfortunately a lot of republicans miss out on three to four of those principles pretty regularly
0: yeah, yeah w- w- without question uh, you know and again every day there's there's more and more stuff out there that should give us pause every day another conspiracy theory proves to be right every, you know and and again for me even you know we talk about you know the fbi and the rat like i mean i w- when i was a subject of russia 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 i was like well there's got to be something to it maybe i don't know maybe i took a selfie with someone who was Part of this Russia, Russia, Russia thing—I didn't even know it because because it's the FBI, right? They 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 got to be doing something right. Like these are patriotic people. The CIA—they're they're looking for our best interest. Like it's hard to believe, you know, how wrong that was. Uh, we recently saw, you know, the FBI whistleblowers testify before Congress. Right? One FBI whistleblower testified under oath that the FBI won't allow eleven thousand hours. 11,000 hours of January 6th footage to be released because it would expose undercover agents actually committing crimes inside the Capitol. Like, I mean, 11,000 hours? I mean, does anyone understand how much time that is? What's your view about what we're not being told about J6? I mean, the Tucker stuff was great, and it exposed so many lies. The fact that it took two years to get exculpatory evidence to these people who did nothing this The fact that there's no due process happening should enrage us all. But, you know, what, what else aren't we being told?
1: You know what I think? I think they got to Tucker after the first night. Um, we saw all guns blazing. Chuck Schumer, even Mitch McConnell, both sides saying, Rupert Murdoch, shut this down. And I believe I'm a huge fan of tucker and he is is not on him to do all the heavy lifting in our country for sure i believe that uh it it had an impact on his reporting because the first night you had actual huge revelations went massively viral proved and confirmed what almost all of us knew that j6 was a fed setup okay i was there on january 6th i was on the list with you know, you and and Kaylee McInerney, like thirty other people, when they first did their big uh, announcement, the January sixth committee, and they were like, "We want every record on Rogan O'Hanley from the FBI, the NSA," and I'm like, "What the hell did I do? I didn't go in the Capitol. I was uh, I was supposed to speak, and that's the thing. I was listed as a speaker on the parks uh, application, whatever, um, and I was there." I wasn't inside. I didn't see a single ounce of violence. 99% of the people there were peaceful. And then I get home and I saw that people were inside. They were, uh, you know, fighting the cops or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I've been to 50 different MAGA rallies. I've never seen something like this. And I immediately said Antifa was involved in this. And three-letter agencies were involved in this because I've literally studied this stuff Overseas, I did a, a study abroad in Egypt, studying civil liberties and a dictatorship. And what they do? How does this guy keep winning 90 percent? They infiltrate with federal agents and cause fights at voting places and whatever. And then they say, "Look at how unruly they are." And then now we find out there were potentially hundreds, maybe more, federal agents, undercover agents, admitted to under oath by FBI agents. And not only was it confirmed that they were there. But they don't want to release the footage because it shows, like you said, their crimes. How is it trespassing for, you know, MAGA grandma walking through the Capitol, but not trespassing for a federal agent? You know, like certain people won't say their name that, you know, we got to go into the Capitol, blah, blah, blah. And and then those guys don't get arrested. So,
0: well, uh, not only do they, by the way, not only do they not get arrested because you're talking, I imagine you're talking about Ray Epps, but. Not only do they not get arrested but they have like the Clinton and Democrat Party legal team helping them out. You know, this great, you know, MAGA patriots, it's the only person, you know, you or I couldn't get representation from these firms let alone from the individuals involved and yet they're magically representing them in court. Uh, you know, that just doesn't happen. And by the way, if you don't believe the other parts are a setup You know, you would think that it would be a really big deal that someone laid bombs outside the DNC and the RNC. They may not care about the RNC, but they certainly uh, would uh, affect or go after the people that did did it at the DNC. And yet nothing has happened. They're not even looking. We don't hear about it. The great mystery of who tried to kill the entire Democrat Party. It's almost as if it's like, hey, this is the backup plan if the other one doesn't work, and yet they got what they needed to weaponize the other one. So, you know, the other one can can just magically disappear.
1: Yeah, they, they, they haven't after two years, where you can see video footage of this individual on their phone, how are they not have the geo-tracking for that? But you know what someone said to me that made total sense? So A, not only did that take resources away from the capital, which they were undermanned, underfunded, but it also put a lot of what happened that day under the jurisdiction of the FBI instead of just the Capitol Police. And so now that we control the House, which largely controls the Capitol Police, we can't get into those records because they're held by the FBI. And the FBI says, well, national security, blah, blah, blah. Turns out the national security is protecting their informants and their undercover agents in the 11,000 hours of video. So uh, it, it's another you know, conspiracy theory proven true. Um, and the ultimate one that will be proven true at some point is that Joe Biden got the most votes in American history. That is the craziest <laughs> a, conspiracy. Like,
0: yeah, but, like a three-year-old could tell you that one. But uh, you know, but no, he is the he's the most popular president in the history of uh, the world, Joe you know, rog- Rogan. Unreal. Like it, it, it's it's ridiculous. That so this is one you you recently had a little bit of an ominous tweet about what you think the establishment's going to do to meddle in the kind of the 24 election. You wrote, my biggest worry is what scheme the system will use in 2024. And you brought up the idea of more war and conflict. You know, what are you seeing out there, you know, that leads you to believe that we're getting closer to World War III, other than, you know, finding out that we have boots on the ground in Ukraine up against, you know, uh, the the largest nuclear arsenal by volume of nuclear warhead in the world.
1: Yeah, uh, we're we're you know a handful of miles away from Russia on our Alaska uh, border there, and and we're flirting with you know sending F-16s against them in a in a, in a war crazy, crazy. Um, so yes, that is my my biggest worry, right? So they they kind of always have a plan. We saw what happened in 2020 with the mail-in ballots. We saw it happen in Maricopa when they shut down election machines in 58, 59 percent of locations in the most Republican district on election day. They always kind of come up with a new scheme to pull off their heist. Uh, I am very worried what they're going to do in 2024, because right now your dad, even with, uh, you know, these indictments, these investigations, his polls are shooting up through the roof. There's some there's an ABC poll shows them up by seven over Joe Biden nationally. They didn't have him up once in 2020 right things are going too well for him in the polls so i am worried that they are going to try a new scheme in 2024 i think the options are world war Oh, can oh can't can't go to the polls we're, we're in a war you got to vote from home or something you know uh a cyber attack a new pandemic and anytime i mention this on it i've heard a few people like don't forget the aliens. I'm like, all right, we'll throw the aliens in there just in <laughs> case.
0: Uh, I, listen, I on that one, be. I agree. I if, if I'm an alien and I come down and see Joe Biden's in charge, like this is the guy that you gave all the power to. I'm saying I want nothing to do with these people. They're idiots.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, for the fake news watching, listen, I don't think aliens are going to come here, but uh, I am very worried about the first three. Now, here's what I've deduced. I don't think they're going to go with a new pandemic. Because people are too used to that, they they would push back, and we've got a lot of judicial precedent in a lot of swing states that is against voting because you know voting by mail because of. I think it's going to be World War III or cyber attack, and them sending F sixteen is a dialing up of the heat in this yeah. war. We still have about a year for them to kind of like hatch their plan. It's still too early to know fully what it is, but I just saw today that they've now started distributing satellite phones to U S senators. It was an ABC news article in case of emergency communication shutdown where they have to communicate. I'm like, Oh, here we go. You know, here, here we go attack. again. <laughs> we can't, we can't, we can't have election day because everything got shut down. Uh, let's wait. We'll do it. Peace. I don't know what their scheme is, but I know they got something. They're not going to hand power back without the biggest fight they've ever had. And they will steal it right in front of our faces. So, my request of everyone watching this is stay attuned to this potential plan that they're doing and let's hopefully stop it before they can
0: fully get its teeth sunk in. Yeah. No, yeah, there, there's what do no you think question. Yeah, you know, again, I you know, you're you're right. I, I would have normally said pandemic, but I think people reacted so viscerally. They see what's going on. So many people have woken up to it. I mean, I think the scary part about the pandemic to me wasn't even the pandemic itself. It was there's so many more sheep in our country than I thought. I actually figured there'd be a lot more resistance to some of this stuff, which I think accelerated some of the radical ideas because they understand that they can manipulate people so easily. Uh, So that's a little bit scary, but yes, it it feels like, you know I I can't think of a a reasonable end to this war otherwise. So they got to keep it going for as long as possible. It's there to enrich the military industrial complex it's become the new religion uh, of the left so they can use that to generate the sort of hype that they need you know it's replaced you know covid and fauci uh you know as lord and savior your know, or religion and lord with new religion and lord which is you know ukraine and zelensky that replaced you know thumberg and climate change a little while ago and maybe we'll see the you know the re reemergence of climate change as the you know the religion of the left again but you know, I don't know, but you know, I, I've seen the scandals, and I know there'll be some of them. But when when you look at the scandals, you know, like Russia Gate, all based on a lie, used as a soft coup against the sitting president of the United States. You know, how does a, in in your opinion, how does a functioning democracy even recover from something like this? Because you know, we know it's out there now, and it got exactly like zero mainstream media coverage. You know, the people that screamed democracy, democracy, the loudest for like the last seven years are like, "Ah, it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, let's let's pretend like this didn't happen. It doesn't really matter. Uh, How do you recover?
1: You you need a reckoning. Uh, We have irrefutable proof that the FBI and the CIA teamed up with the Democrat Party to spy on a sitting U.S. president They were unsuccessful in their, you know, quote, unquote, overthrow. He got rid of James Comey. He survived the Mueller investigation, whatever. But it was it was an attempted overthrow. And we used to have a word for that. I believe it's called treason. And um, they, you know, and now we find out they didn't investigate voting fraud in 2020 at all, and they shut down the Hunter Biden laptop release which is interference that would have changed potentially 15% of people's votes. So it is irrefutable that our FBI and our intelligence agencies, most of them, are irredeemably corrupt. What do we do? Do we turn a blind eye and say, oh, I guess that's just what happens. Politics is politics. Or do we send in a wrecking ball supported by the people with control of the House and the Senate and reform these agencies. I personally would like to see some of them just completely destroyed. I think they're irrelevant. Oh, yeah. Why I do we have them. an ATF if we have the FBI? Yeah. It's like, why do we have a DEA if we have the FBI? But we need to absolutely reform these agencies with in in a historic way in ways that have never been done before. And I don't know quite what that entails. But uh if we don't, it is a cancer on our country that is going to kill the patient we have to remove
0: this cancer listen man i i agree with you a hundred percent you know i I happen to be pretty close with the one guy i think that will actually do that right that's uh and again that that's the big difference is who's the guy that will actually do that if i if i believe there were others in the bench that would uh you know i'd even be happy to step out of this because you know again it was a lot easier being a real estate developer but you know, there, there's one guy that can do that. And then there's a, a bunch of people working for the establishment. Maybe the you know, last question I'd have for you as we're talking about that, you know, again, I, there were times I thought we had perhaps a deeper bench than we actually have, you know, for the future of the movement, for the future of, you know, I'll say conservatism, not not necessarily Republican, because I think that's been bastardized, but for the future of America first, uh, then we saw the waffling, whether it was on Ukraine, whether it was on, you know, the significance of the deep state meddling this way. Uh, You know, and that scared me a lot. In the last few weeks, we've seen all these other sort of, you know, random, you know, more establishment type people, you know, get into the presidential race. You know, know, the governor of North Dakota is looking at, you know, I'm like, I I campaigned for the guy. I couldn't remember his name. It's like, you know, what does that say about the rest of the bench that these guys sort of see there's there's an opening in there? Because I don't think it's a me personally, I don't think it's a shot at like, well, this is the opening to take out Trump. Uh, I think they see an opening in the rest of the ranks playing for number two. What are your thoughts?
1: I think that's a good point. Um, I've got two main theories. One, anyone running against President Trump right now is a almost certainly a puppet of the establishment. Uh, In some cases, it's completely proven. And that is quite disheartening. Uh, and, And to your point, it doesn't. Give people a lot of hope in the future in terms of our, our bench, quote, unquote. However, I would say this. Our bench may look a little bit empty right now because the people we would actually support who are true MAGA are not going to compete against President Trump in the primary. Yeah. They understand that they're going to support him and unify the GOP. We don't want a bloody primary that weakens yeah. President Trump, that that uh, takes hundreds of millions of dollars and and divides. They want that right? Yeah. Divide and conquer is the number one strategy. And I think they're pushing Governor DeSantis to run. I don't think he necessarily would have if it was just his decision, but I think they're pushing him to do it because it not only will weaken President Trump, but it should also very strongly weaken Governor DeSantis for the future. And so that's kind of like two MAGA guys taken out all at once. That's that's a theory. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think our best leaders, are rightfully sitting on the bench this term and the next election cycle, we're going to see, you know, hopefully some big names run. I would love to see you run one day. uh, I'm voting for you. I'm going to, I'm going to
0: support you. I'll be your campaign manager.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, at at a certain point, some of us are just going to have to say, all right, if we don't have good guys, we're going to have to do it ourselves. So, um, but I know we've got some good guys, Matt Gates, Byron Donalds, Kerry Lake, just beginning for her, so I know yeah. we've got some good fighters for the future, and and they're just staying quiet right now as they should to help unify the GOP.
0: Well, I, I agree with you a lot, man, and I, and I really appreciate it, Rogan. Thanks so much, guys. Go check out DC Drano on every on every social platform. You have anything else out there that maybe they're not aware of, Rogan? No,
1: that that that's it. Uh, back on Twitter after Elon brought me back after two years, so
0: thankful to be there. But uh, listen, we got a country to save, so let's do this, people. Let's do it, man. Thanks so much. Guys, go check them out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon. Guys, thanks again for watching. Make sure that you like, subscribe, download the Rumble app. Let's make sure we take on the lunatics by doing that. Again, we're not getting help from anyone else, so let's make sure we get this message out. Guys like me, just trying to make sure that people like you can see what's really going on. So like, subscribe, download the Rumble app. I want to thank you guys for all of that support. It's been absolutely amazing in this process. And I also want to thank, again, our amazing sponsors like GoldCo. So, again, protect your retirement savings from inflation, from dollar devaluation, from the insanity that we see happening, right? Owning tangible, physical inflation hedging gold can save your retirement savings you see what's going on you see the bank collapses you see inflation you see what they're doing abroad you see the stupidity going on every day so instead of supporting woke companies that hate you hedge yourself with companies that share your values go to donjrgold.com d-o-n-j-r-gold.com also make sure to check out blackout coffee folks that do this right here in america guys You know you're going to be drinking coffee anyway do it with a company that supports your values blackout coffee does an incredible job of that it's american-made it's family-owned they support the things that you believe in so across the board they're never going to compromise on taste and quality and again they'll do it while supporting our freedom loving values so go to blackoutcoffee.com slash don jr for 20 percent off your first order blackoutcoffee.com slash D-O-N-J-R. Get 20% off your first order and support the companies who support you. You guys are the best and we will see you soon.